Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. And if you've been listening, we've been doing a series called Get Ready, um, where I get to ask school leaders what's at the top of their mind as they get ready for um, the fall and for what's next and for what comes you know, in the, you know, in the new school year, you know, as we start thinking ahead. And so today I'm with a really good friend. Um, we got to start together as principals of schools on the Southwest side of Chicago. And, uh, now he is principal kind of a head of school position at Calvin Christian school in, uh, South Holland, Illinois. And so Randy Mose is a great friend, Randy. And, and, and I always appreciate your wisdom and your insight as you think about your context and your situation, but what, what is, what are some of the pressing things or what are some of the things that come to mind as you think about what do I need to do or what do we need to do to get ready for next fall? Hmm. Well, Eric, first of all, thank you for having me on. It's, it's really good to be a part of this um, and echo your sentiments as well. It's just good to be with a friend and be talking through these issues um, together. The, the main question I have, and it's one that it's probably too broad uh, right now, but um, really is how will we begin in the fall? There's just a lot that we're trying to unpack as a school. Um, we are a pre-K to eight campus. We're just over 200 um, kids, one section per grade level. Um, we demographically, uh, we are a pretty diverse school, 80% African-American. Uh, 20% white. Uh, socioeconomically, we have a, we're probably middle class um, as well. Gives you a little bit of a picture of kind of where we are, who we are. Um, but I, I realize that, that our kids in the last trimester have had some pretty phenomenal teachers leaning into education to the best of their ability for them. But the challenge is uh, there's going to be gaps in the fall um, for kids whose experience um, with digital education has not been the same across the board. And I also am wrestling with this whole idea of sort of digital bombardment that the kids have been under and just wondering how, when we return in the fall, what will that need to look like? And even so, we're not even sure right now if we'll be able to come back physically present in the fall yet. And that's part of a group, a COVID planning group that's putting together at least there's three scenarios for us for the fall. So Randy, let me ask, you know, kind of as you, as you think about it, that digital bombardment's really kind of interesting to me. If you're back on campus, right? And if, <laughs> if things go well and, you know, you know, the governor and the county and, you know, all of the people that get involved in politics in Illinois, right, say, go for it, get back to work, get back to campus, get kids back in schools. Like, do, do you take like a rest or a break from the digital stuff to reorient? Or do you just kind of re kind of think, how do we use the digital stuff? Because I think what it's shown us is it can be really effective and the better you're prepared, you know, you can deal with the disruptions, but there is that place where it's like, how much is too much? And is there a place for resetting? Yeah, it's a great question, Eric. Um, I think I'll answer it maybe in two ways. Um, first, I think we are 
we've been given a gift um, to pivot um, in a way that we didn't, it wouldn't otherwise have. And that has opened up our eyes to some incredible ways of teaching and learning that um, we wouldn't have quickly embraced otherwise. So there's, we are doing some debriefings as staff saying there's some things that we've done over the past um, three months that we have to have as part of our program moving forward. We have to do these things. Um, and we have to even get better at them. Uh, so there's, there's, this is, a, is really unique and it's really a good time for us as well. We're looking at doing a master plan for Calvin with an architect saying, and boy, God has given us a gift in some ways um, that we've had this time now to force us to think differently, to say the next 10 years at Calvin, um, we're going to think outside the box because we've had to over the past three months. So that's, it's a gift we've been given. So that's going to be um, some really important conversations at the end of the school year. So there's that part. We're going to keep some things. There's some wheat and chaff that we're going to have to go through. But the, the second thing is we, we talk um, every year when our staff comes back that one of the questions that I don't want um, teachers to ask is, how was your summer? Because for some of our kids, um, being home and away from school isn't always the safest place. And we hear in the news that, um, yeah, there's domestic violence can be up during this time. And there's going to be real, like, there's real struggles and stresses that our families are under. And so rather than asking, um, how was your summer, um, to be asking more personal questions about who they are and what they hope for. Now we've been having a longer break from school, um, more than we've ever had before. And so coming back in the fall, our kids, um, there's, there's a certain amount of trauma that happens um, with sort of being, a, being apart and distanced. And so I'm thinking about our kids, um, just social, emotionally too, and what we can do for them. You know, Eric, just recently I've been kind of looking um, and researching meditation, and just quieting ourselves and what that, could look like and mean for our, our, our students. It relates to digital bombardment too, right? That we're under. Um, and I think it's only amplified in the area of remote learning. We've, we've been under digital bombardment for a while, but even forced even more so now. So the idea of what does, what does a place like Kelvin, if we're all back together, what are some practices we can put in place to really make um, learning meaningful, but um, for having our students sort of really be present together in community. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's really interesting. You talk about meditation and you talk about, yes, let's keep some of the digital things is, I, I, you know, it's, I think so often we've been in education, maybe the last, I am very much of my career is this either or, yeah. right? Either you're technologically innovative, innovatively advanced yeah. or you're old fashioned, old school or not. And what is the appropriate mix? I'm, I'm wondering, you, you'd mentioned, you mentioned so much there that I'd love to dig deep into, but I mean, for, for, for this and for the sake of time here, is, is as you think about forward, as you think about that master plan, and you'd mentioned, hey, there are some things that I think stick and need to stick. Mm -hmm. you know, what's one thing that, you, that as you go into this next year that you say, hey, you know what, if we're back on campus and as we look forward, this is something we've learned from this this disruption 
this is something that we're going to stick as and make part of our regular life of school. Yeah. So Eric, I, um, this is a small thing. Um, and there's more, we could probably unpack it too, that I probably need to think more about more thoroughly. But one thing that we've, um, had some success with at Calvin is having teachers, um, visit um, homes before school, like home visits. And there's a research that shows just having that, setting that up ahead of time is just really important and really effective. Um, I think getting um, teachers to do it across the board is, can be challenging and organizing that too, but I think Zoom and Google Meet offer unique opportunities for us to connect with families even ahead of time, just to really set the tone for the year. That's one, I think, one key area that um, we're looking into. Um, the other is it's really unclear to me um, if we return all in the fall, um, how many families would be comfortable still having their kids, even if they're allowed to, or how many kids you might have out for various reasons during the year. So I've been looking at some products where we can do some live streaming. There's a, a group called Swivel that has a product where it actually um, can record you and it follows the teacher in the classroom where we could do actually some live streaming. Kids can be at home and still taking lessons. So there's that opportunity as well um, to really um, perhaps leverage um, both remote um, and in-person instruction. Randy, I love you, man. I appreciate you. And thanks for uh, your thoughts. Oh, Eric, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for, for having me. It's really good to see and hear you.